Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A ton to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget today's episode. It's presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue, and they got something going on for Thanksgiving that's just going to blow your mind and just take a bunch of weight off your shoulders. We'll get into that here in a, a little bit, but real quick. We need to jump into it. Let's get into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> uh, if you're going to steal something, I don't know if this is what I would steal. But that being said, it would be kind of funny. But th- thievery is always wrong. Thievery. Thief. Four men were charged on Monday over the theft of an 18-karat gold toilet. That was from the Blenheim Palace. I'm probably saying that wrong, but honestly, I don't care. (laughs) The English country mansion was the birthplace of wartime leader Winston Churchill. The toilet is valued at 4.8. 8 million pounds. But if you do the quick calculation, if my calculations are correct, it's $5.95 million US. It's a lot of money for a toilet. The artwork was dickishly titled America and intended as a pointed satire about excessive wealth by Italian conceptual artists uh, some whatever his name is. So it was in this uh, this place near the city of Oxford. And a few days after being on display, it just vanished overnight back in 2019. The golden toilet was fully functioning, by the way. And prior to the theft, visitors to the uh, exhibit could book a three-minute appointment to use it. (laughs) If you didn't have to pay for it, why not? Three minutes, though. (laughs) Three minutes. I don't know if I'd want to be, you know, three minutes is just not enough time to absorb what you're doing, just sitting on the toilet and, and doing your business, but it's a golden toilet. I mean, five minutes would be great. Maybe 10. Okay, I don't know. Depends if I bring my cell phone in there. Just like on social media. Hey guys, guess what I'm doing right now? I'm pooping in a golden toilet. The fact that it was fully functional is impressive. And I gotta be honest, if I was in if I had the opportunity to use it, I mean, why not? Why not? Anyway, they've never found this toilet, but they arrested a bunch of people. And like I said, those four men were officially charged on Monday for the theft. But the fact that it's never been found kind of tells you that most likely it's been melted down and broken up into, you know, or sold off into bars or something like that. Or, or there's one guy out there or lady out there that is just pooping in luxury. (laughs) What am I going to do with this golden toilet? I'm going to use it. <laughs> Could you imagine? It, it's a it's a normal house. Then you go to, you can't use that bathroom, right? 
somebody's like really defensive of like that particular bathroom, then you finally get in there and then it's like they have a golden toilet. <laughs> That's something like rich people would would totally pay for, right? Until you break it. Of course, I don't know. Uh that would be interesting to see how durable that is versus porcelain. Hmm, maybe we're missing out. Maybe everybody deserves a golden toilet. So that's interesting. So if you go to somebody's house and they have a golden to- toilet, you need to tell the authorities because they apparently somehow got their hands on it from uh, these individuals over in the UK. A man was walking with an Instagram acquaintance that he had arranged to meet in person on Saturday night when two men showed up and held him at gunpoint. The gunman then escorted the victim to his car, telling him they planned to force him to withdraw money from an ATM. When they got into the victim's car, they told the victim to get into the passenger seat. One of the suspects got into the back seat. The second sat in the driver's seat. The suspects ran away once they realized they couldn't drive the car. A brief report of the armed robbery robbery from St. Louis uh, Metro Police Department said the suspects could not operate the vehicle due to it having a manual transmission. The suspects fled the scene on foot. Fucking people, man. I got to be honest. There was a point in time where I wasn't that great at driving stick shift, but I could do it if I needed to. Because everything is manual, or uh, excuse me, automatic now, so it, it's it's a lot easier. And the fact that I'm way out of practice with it, the last thing that I drove that was manual was a three on the tree, fifty six Ford pickup. That was fun to drive and not complicated. So it's funny that so many people now don't know how to drive stick. When my kids get to the age where they start driving. They might not do 100% on manual, but we will do our best to find a way to get them uh, trained on how to drive uh, you know, a stick shift. Because you got to know. You just never know what, what, you know, maybe there's a good deal on a vehicle, but you can't get it because it's stick shift. Oh, that, that would suck. Or you're fleeing zombies and boom, what's the only available vehicle? It's a stick shift. Well, I guess you're going to die. <laughs> They're going to eat your brains. Listen, guys, it's it's science. It's eventually going to happen. <laughs> Can you drive stick well? I, I, I think that it might take me a minute to get comfortable with it again, but I think I'd do, I'd do fine. I'm not going to be like awesome at it, and God forbid I, I'm on a hill, <laughs> and then there's some dickhead behind me, you know, on my bumper. That's that's what freaks me out, is that stuff. But overall, I think I'm comfortable enough with a stick shift where if all of a sudden somebody's like, hey, can you can you drive this? I'll tell you a quick story. My buddy, Bryce, who sadly passed away uh, several years ago, but one day on Valentine's Day, he calls me. He's all, Scott, I need you to come pick me up. They impounded my my car. And they won't let me pick it up because there's a mix-up at the at the DMV or some some shit like that. Whatever. I'm like, sure, no problem. Get in my car, and we get to 
where his vehicle was impounded and they wouldn't let him get the car out. They wouldn't even let him drive it out because his license was currently suspended. It was like the next day they, they fixed the problem. But anyway, it, we're like, we got to get his car out. So his car was this little tiny, I want to say a Honda or a Toyota stick shift, little, you know, box with wheels. And at the time, I had zero knowledge of how to drive a stick. And this tow truck driver, the guy that owned the yard, just was a dick. <laughs> He's just like, you, he can't drive it. You got to drive it out of here. And if I see you guys switching seats, I'm calling the police on both of you. I'm like, shit. So we're in this area in Broomfield. And again, uh, we, he pays to get it out of the impound lot i i can he he's my buddy bryce is just like walking me through on how to start it and do all this stuff and he's just cracking up the entire time and i basically drove it on this back road i don't know maybe a half a mile in first because i was like i don't know if i can get it in the second (laughs) it's so funny and then sure enough, that, that tow truck driver was just behind us for half that time. And then he finally turned around. Probably because he realized these guys are fucking stupid and I don't want to waste my time. But eventually we pulled off into a, like a bank parking lot and we switched. And yes, he drove without a license for, for a day. Oh my God. I, I, that, I've ever since then... Like, I'm like, God, that's kind of, that's embarrassing. Like, it it was somewhat of an emergency situation. Not really, but kind of. And I didn't know how to do it. If I had to get on, like, say, 120th or any highways, I would have been fucked. (laughs) People would be honking their horn like crazy. And I'd be screaming, I don't know what I'm doing! (laughs) Don't you dare! But anyway, now I could pop in behind the, uh, you know you know, behind the steering wheel and and do somewhat fine. A Las Vegas strip club called the Crazy Horse 3 is offering military members free lap dances for Veterans Day. Well, that's nice. I Listen, again, I've said this a million times. Sex work is real work, and let's not pretend that people don't enjoy sex. There's so many people out there that are like, oh, really? Really, that's so inappropriate. Like, come on, man. We all enjoy it. If you don't, that's fine. But I would bet that if I walked into a crowd of 100 people, at least 99 of them will say that they enjoy sex. So let's not act like we don't. So good for them. Good for the strip club. But after seeing this, allegedly some are submitting other days where individuals could get free lap dances. For instance, Boss's Day, okay? (laughs) Boss's Day is on the list of potential, you know, free lap dance day. Teacher Appreciation Day. That's for in strip clubs only, not at the school, okay? That's a whole big problem. Podcaster's Day. I submitted that one. Could you imagine? Hi, I'm a podcaster. I'm here for my free lap dance. They're like, that's not a thing. <laughs> Delivery Driver's Day. 
Those guys are tired. You know, they're exhausted from, you know, delivering packages. That one guy the other day accidentally delivering a, a cup of urine. You know, they're exhausted. They deserve a break. And I got a lot of delivery drivers that listen to this show. So, hey, I got your back. I got your back. Guys over 40 day. I don't think that's an actual day, but why not? Why not? And finally, Wednesday. <laughs> hey, it's Wednesday. I'm here for my free uh, lap dance. Is that a thing, sir? <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, I talked to your manager. He said, don't bother him. He's busy. We got more coming your way, including some uh, interesting things for the Colorado sports world. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, they released their Thanksgiving menu. Holiday orders need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th, by the way. But I was there last night at Sugar Fire, and it was awesome to see the amount of people that were looking at the Thanksgiving menu and just signing up right there. They're like, this is great. Like, everybody should do this. For a whole smoked turkey, it's $9.99 a pound, and it averages between 10 and 16 pounds, and that feeds like 6 to 10 people. So if you want to take the weight off your shoulders, or maybe you want to help somebody out that, you know what, maybe they can't afford to have a good Thanksgiving or a, an upgraded Thanksgiving, this is the way to do it. It's really nice. Everybody was geeking out when they saw the menus there. Because Liz printed out a bunch of menus for you to take and look at. And it's essentially what I'm going through now. And everybody's just like, are you, are you serious? This is, this is a really good deal. They got dinner packs, six ounces of turkey breast, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce. Oh, I love cranberry sauce. A choice of pie. That's like 30 bucks a person. That's really good when you think about it. Because... If you go and, and get all those ingredients yourself, it's roughly the same cost. Plus, you don't have to cook it. This is being prepared by people that know their way around a kitchen. It's a chef-driven restaurant, and that's a place you need to go is Sugar Fire in Westminster. Like I said, they got the sides. You can get pints, quarts, gallons of, like I said, the mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce. They can also sell you whole pumpkin pies or pumpkin cheesecake. I'll take one of each. Thank you so much. And they also have regular meats and sides available as well. So make sure you go and place this order by Sunday, November 19th. You can reach out to them via email, catering at sugarfirewesty.com, or call them 720-639-4903. Or you can just stop by 144th and Orchard Parkway in Westminster on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. So you got to go in there. It's gonna be it's gonna be killer, man. I'm I'm looking at this going, geez. I just especially because like Chef Clint and his crew are just so good with their food and just the flavors that when you sit down and you eat it, you're like, this is this is the way food is supposed to be. Tasting, just amazing. Eyes roll back in your head type of delicious. So, again, check them out. Catering at sugarfirewesty.com or give them a call, 720-639-4903. Or, again, stop by at Sugarfire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. So, last night, Nikola Jokic got another triple-double. He's at it again, that son of a bitch. That little rascal. He's more like a, that big rascal. 
<laughs> so now he's fourth all time in career triple doubles. He just passed LeBron James. He is so much better than LeBron James. Who would you rather have on your team? LeBron James or Nikola Jokic in their primes? I know that's a little bit of a debate, but I don't think it's as big of a debate as you think. Nikola Jokic is getting these triple doubles because he's all over the place and he's a team player and he's elevating the team around him. He is a guy you would want on your, on your squad. Listen, I'm not saying LeBron shit. LeBron will go to the Hall of Fame. And he deserves it. But guess what? There's nothing wrong with admitting that Nikola Jokic is just special. He just, it just seems so effortless the way he plays. I would rather have, Le, uh, have Nikola Jokic on my team than LeBron James. Now, that being said, I'm not a diehard basketball fan. So I'm sure some of you could go, well, listen, LeBron does this and blah, blah, blah. And he has a beard. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit to me. I'm just looking at it from the basic facts. And it just it doesn't seem like it's that big of a no-brainer. Here's what's crazy, too. Jokic, within like a year or two, will have the record. Because I believe Russell Westbrook has it, and he's... Jokic is only a, a one. I thought he was like seventy away, something like something similar, uh, close to that. Even if it's just, even if you can't watch him because of the whole Comcast altitude bullshit that's going on, at least try to follow him via ESPN or or wherever, because it's special. You're watching greatness. It's like I would. I wish I would have paid more attention to when Michael Jordan played. Like, I watched, but I wasn't fully embracing and absorbing what was being presented in front of me. Like, one of the greatest, if not the greatest player to ever exist. And now you have an opportunity, especially if you live here in Colorado, to really absorb what, what's going on in front of you. And the fact that he's here in Colorado, in Denver, I mean, it, it, it's pretty dang special. It's really cool, really cool. Peyton Manning and Eli do that Manning cast on Monday Night Football. And last night, it was funny because they had Arnold Schwarzenegger on last night during the, the broadcast. At one time, there was a donkey on the, on the show. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I guess Arnold loves his animals. And he's just a good guy, loves loves taking care of animals, and he, ha he has a donkey. I mean, who wouldn't have a donkey, right? I remember there was like two times for opening day for the Rockies. I was downtown, and there was like a donkey wandering around, and I could never, like I, I saw it, turned away, went back to look at it, because I was saying, hey, did you guys see that donkey? Then it disappeared. It's like a, it's like a magical donkey somewhere around downtown Denver. Could never find it because I wanted to take a picture with it. Hi, can I take a picture with your donkey? Yes, you may. Anyway, Peyton and 
and Eli were interviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then, of course, Eli had some fun because apparently not too long ago, uh, Peyton did a somewhat impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. As one of the most iconic actors in history, countless people have done the Arnold impressions. And there's one that I heard recently that really stood out to me. When we get a moment here, uh, we're going to play it. The Chargers, the Chargers, here it is. Absolutely. I'll be back. <laughs> there it is, Arnold. And your honest assessment of Peyton's abilities as an impressionist, what are they? What, what, you know, what do you think? <laughs> I think that he tried very hard, but I think that it has to be delivered a little bit more dramatically. Like, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back. So yeah, yes, he needs yeah. a little bit yes. more dramatic. But, I mean, I think he did a great job. And, uh, uh, look, you know, we always start somewhere. He's hey, all effort, no talent. That's what everyone said about Peyton for a long time. That's so funny. Arnold, everything I've heard is Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the greatest people to be around. Like, he just wants to be happy and make you happy. Like, if you're, if you're having a, a good time, He's gonna want to match your energy, and if he sees that you you need to be uplifted, he'll he'll try to uplift you. And and then he he likes going around quoting his iconic movie lines. Like if we if we saw him at a Hooters, you and I are at like Hooters or wherever, right? And he gets up because he has to use the restroom. I guarantee you, he would be like, "I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be." back you're like oh shit he just said it he's gonna go tinkle now (laughs) he does have some of the greatest lines ever and i think we all at times we all think we can do the impression then you go and listen to arnold do it and you're like ah geez there's only one arnold that can do that be like your clothes give them to me now (laughs) trying to think what else that is he said get to the chopper Get to the chopper! I still like the, it's not a tumor. Or I st- Just the one where he's like, your clothes, give them to me now. Ah oh, man. He would be a great guy to, to meet. I guess Mark Schlereth met him a couple times, and Arnold like went up to him. This is I, I believe this is when Schlereth, was playing for the Redskins, I believe it was. And he and Arnold comes up to him and he grabs him by the shoulder and he's like, look at you, look at the size of your shoulders. They're huge. <laughs> Something like that. They're massive. You're a mo- oh, no, he's like, look at your shoulders. You're a monster. <laughs> That's so awesome. My goodness. To me, he's one of the guys that I would love love to meet is Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag! You've got mail! (laughs) This comes in from Kelsey. She wrote, do you think the NFL is getting way too soft? Uh, I I think it is. I think it's getting really, really hard for individuals to play, especially defense. It's such a lopsided favoritism for the offense. In the defense, it's like you have this small little freaking window of 
how you can tackle somebody. And it's got to be so difficult. A good example of the NFL getting soft, I saw this this morning, the NFL fined Broncos linebacker Josie Jewell, as well as Zach Allen of the Broncos, $13,659 each for their finger gun celebrations against the Chiefs. They were literally going, pew, 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 pew. Not even that long. Josie Jewell's nickname is the outlaw. The outlaw Josie Jewell. Come on. That's that's a little absurd. It's ridiculous. Come on. That's, that's just way too soft. We're, we're overcorrecting. I get it. Guns are bad as far as if it's in if if it's in the hands of somebody that doesn't know how to use it responsibly. But when somebody goes psh, 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 Come on, I've seen other other celebrations that are much worse. You see guys dragging their nutsack on dudes' helmets and getting away with it. <laughs> I don't understand why you would do that by the way. It's like you're trying to assert your dominance by rubbing your balls on somebody's head. The hell, man. That's just so absurd to me. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the idea that they got fined for that. If they were shooting at the player that they just sacked or something like that, that's one thing. But doing this, they're literally essentially like a, a character from a, like a cartoon, like, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And then they fine them for that. Now, that being said, it's for them, they make a lot more money than I do. So I don't know how much that's going to damage their, their bank accounts. But, I mean, come on. Come on, NFL. I, I, I get more upset with every time a defense does anything, like get a turnover, they run to the end zone, and then they all take a picture. That's more offensive to me than somebody doing, you know, little guns in the air. That shit pisses me off. Like, oh, let's run all the way to the other end of the the field in the end zone. Let's all, you know, cross our arms and act like we're fucking hot shit. I I, I don't like that. That that bugs the crap out of me. I don't fucking care if somebody sacks somebody or gets a big stop. And then they just go, boom, boom, yes. Come on. It's not like he's going up to somebody's helmet and, and pretending like they shot him. That's That would be bad. This is just being way too oversensitive and trying to lean too far to one area and going, well, let's just get rid of it because that's going to offend somebody. No, because now what you're doing is, is, is pussifying the, the league. It's ridiculous. And then going back to like the hits and, and guys getting ejected and, and whatnot, it's just like you – I still – what was that one game the other day where somebody got ejected? And I'm like, you start looking at it more and more, and you're like, why? Why the fuck did they get ejected? It, it's it's ridiculous. I, I said it the other day on social media. I don't think anybody argued with it either, but I was just like being a defensive back has to be the most challenging or difficult position in football because you have you have a split second to react when you're 
going to tackle somebody. And if that person slides or dips down, then all of a sudden you accidentally make contact with your shoulder to their head, regardless if, if you're coming in at a straight line and you're going to tackle them. And if they don't move, you're going to make a perfect tackle into their chest or, or whatever with your pads. But if they slide or move and then all of a sudden they position themselves in the last second where your helmet's going to hit their helmet or, or your sh shoulder is going to hit their helmet, then you get fined and or ejected. How's that? I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, it just bugs the crap out of me. We're, we're, <laughs> I get it. You're trying to protect the players. But you got to put some fucking common sense in there. And to me, that this is a good example of that. There's no common sense in that. It's just, it's ridiculous. Makes me want to do that more. <laughs> like go into the, you know, grocery store. Oh, sweet. Bacon's on sale. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. Sushi. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> looks like cheese. Ooh, free samples. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> People be like, this guy's dumb. They want to be offended. They just be like concerned for my my mental health. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, somebody needs to get this guy in, in a in a what is that a straight jacket, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. If you want to join the podcast, got a funny story you want to share or just a weird thing you want me to react to, I love it when you guys do that. Oh, I have, I love it. So much fun. Hit me up on my email, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on social media at dehuffpodcast all across the board. That's the, the way to find me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button if you can. If you are able, go ahead and give it a nice review. Big thanks to the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. You got to go check them out. Whether it's to go buy and grab a bite to eat, or maybe you want them to take the reins for your Thanksgiving dinner or Thanksgiving dinner for somebody that might need it, uh, go ahead and hit them up. 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. Or you can give them an email, send them an email, catering at sugarfirewesty.com, or give them a call, 720-639-4903. And I'll put that info in the description here on the, on the show. So thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. That is what it's all about. That is what it's all about. It's funny because... I was talking to uh, God, uh, several people the other day about the show, and they're like, dude, I just like it because I know I can go in there and I can, I can laugh and or just hear some straight-up truth. And it's not like I'm on like a soapbox, you know, preaching about everything every day. Be like, this is why you need to do this. Get a low-flow toilet. <laughs> okay? We're in a water crisis. I'm not doing that every day. <laughs> Some days I will. But listen, I just, I'm my goal, my objective for each episode is try to be as genuine, as, as honest as I can be with you. And, and, and that's the thing. So, and, and always keep your, your eyes out for that golden toilet. And if you see something, call somebody. <laughs> if you see something, 
say something. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, again, thanks again to Sugar Fire in Westminster. You guys are amazing. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.